0: Let go go go
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to back to Brick. Today's designer interview, I'd first like to welcome Joe and handle Joe B1 Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> very creative, by the way. Um, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hey, thanks, man. Fan of the show.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, it's good to hear. I always like to hear fans. Um, and uh, I'm a fan of the show as well. I listen to it <laughs> myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, first things first, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What you like to do?
0: Yeah. So uh, my name is Joe. I'm 32 years old. Uh, I live in Rhode Island. Uh, I work in the investment field by day, which really isn't the most creatively fulfilling career. So I've been turning to Legos lately to to scratch that itch. Um, so what I, what I build primarily is mini scale Star Wars builds.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And we've got a lot of Star Wars fans on the show. Uh, so this will be really cool, especially when we get to talk about your work, because there's some really cool designs that you've done in this, in this smaller scale. Um, and I always start off the interviews first with what, uh, so you're familiar with minifigures and mm-hmm. so most of your sets come with a dedicated minifigures to go with them. Um, mm-hmm. but now let's talk about like a sig fig. If you could have a uh fi- a signature figure that represented you doesn't have to be realistic at all and Mm -hmm. had equipment. What, what would it be?
0: Yeah. So I I wouldn't go the realistic route. Um, I think that's just kind of boring. So I think I'm a little obliged to say I'd have to pick a Kenobi minifigure, but I think I'm actually closer fit to like Chewbacca, uh, physically and, and (laughs) more like personality wise, I think. So I think I'd use the Chewbacca minifigure and, um, maybe he'd be holding like that paintbrush and the the palette to be like, you yeah, know, he's a sensitive Chewbacca.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure Chewbacca is pretty sensitive. I think more yeah, so he is, yeah. he's got a wrench though, instead of the paint. But yeah, I think yeah. if you tried, you could get him to, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. I've always been a big Chewie fan and it's funny cause the actor that plays him now, uh, is a former Penn State basketball player. And I'm a Penn State grad, so we are, really? anything Penn State, we're big fans of, yeah.
0: Okay. I, I, I like Penn State. I almost went there.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah. It, uh, mm.
1: We had a good time. My wife and I both went. Um, and uh, good memories. Half memories, you know. It's college. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but really, really cool. So when did you get started um, kind of having that outlet into these uh, mini builds?
0: Um, so, you know, I, I've been into Legos my whole life, um, ever since I was a, a little kid in the nineties. But I, I think like a lot of people, I went through kind of a, a dark age, um, with, with Legos as I got into my teenager years. Um, you know, they were competing with things like girls. So it, it was hard for Legos to win out there. Um, and then I got back into Lego when I was, I don't know, a couple years ago. So I was like 29, 30 years old. And um, I discovered BrickLink, uh, the ability to just buy minifigures or pieces um, right from the, the site without, you know, buying a set. And um, kind of fell in love with that. Uh, got really into collecting minifigures, and then I, I got into modifying those minifigures. So I was buying some of the parts on BrickLink. Um, and then I saw that they had that studio designer software. Uh, decided mm-hmm, to dabble mm-hmm. with that, and um, I got super addicted to that right off the bat. Um, I think that is amazing software, and you know, if anyone hasn't tried it and you're remotely interested in Lego, give it a shot because it's 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 pretty sick. So I've, into... ta- I've talked
1: about that on the show because yeah. it's just a great um, kind of easy access to entry into designing Legos because it's on your computer. Anyone can download it for free.
0: Exactly. And, and Legos are expensive. (laughs) So you don't have to, (laughs) you know, like you don't have to spend the money on that. You don't have to, you know, have these big sets that take up a lot of space and piss off your girlfriend. Like you you can just have everything, (laughs) you know, right on your computer. And um, yeah, I I just, I I thought it was just a great solution for me. So I got really into that. Um, I, I got into like building sets for my minifigures Cause I, I really started off as just like a minifigure collector um, and, and the sets were always kind of secondary, but now the focus has kind of shifted and um, I've got a lot more ambitious in, in the sets that I build for my minifigures.
1: And in your ambition, I mean, you started small and you're, you're staying small. What made you keep it that small, even with your digital designer?
0: Um i I just prefer mini scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never really into like minifigure scale. Um, especially as an adult. Um, I'm just not really interested in like playing with the minifigures or anything like that. I'm more in the into the design aspect. So you know like the sets that I was into um, were mostly those architecture sets, which is in that kind of mini scale. So, I thought it was a cool look, and I still do and uh, you know I, I build stuff that I like, and I just happen to like mini scale, so that's that's just the wave I'm riding right now.
1: And you know what? I'm gonna ride the same wave. <laughs> I love the mini scale because yeah. it it does give yeah. you I think it almost for personal reasons, I think it gives you a better creative outlet because you're like, oh, cool, I can make." You know, an uh, AT uh, Act, mm-hmm. uh, the, the cargo one from Rogue One. But, oh, wait, I, I can only build it this scale, so I have to be creative in designing it that way. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, there are, of course, many versions that LEGO's done, but then um, you have to kind of put your own little spin to it.
0: it exactly. It's, it's hard to design at that scale. You have to, um, you know, you're, you're up against a lot of you know, constraints and parameters um that you kind of have to to work within so i think a lot of creativity comes out of um you know constrained work like that and uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's it's a lot of fun for me and plus i like you know mini scale lets you build these big sweeping uh you know scenes and landscapes that would be pretty tough in in mini figure scale i mean you could do it but it'd it just be
1: <laughs> Might cost you a little more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In time and money and sanity. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and uh so you started with minifigure collection, right? So is was it just Star Wars?
0: Yes. Yes, for the most part. It started off um just building an army of stormtroopers. Um I got into just the, the regular stormtroopers. Um, before they had those goofy dual mode molded helmets, and um, then I, I got into different stormtrooper variants, and just kind of went from there. Got into mods, had to buy some rebels, and um, you know you know how it goes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's the what's the empire without the rebels?
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: And with these these builds you you did that you started off with, you now moved in from just the collecting to now the minifigures. Do the, do minifigures inspire your builds or do your builds inspire the fi- minifigures that go with it?
0: It definitely starts with the minifigures. Okay. Um, okay. So like, I don't know. I, I, I had a pretty big Navarro build from the Mandalorian, um, for example. And I think that started as just a custom grief cargo minifigure. And uh-huh. um, you know, I'm, it's like, well I've got him. Well, I need to make the client. You know, well, I've got the client. I should get a. I should get an incinerator trooper. And the, you know, and then it goes from there. And then I have to build, uh, you know, the a, have a build for all those figures. And I just go bigger and bigger and more and more figures, <laughs> and um, go from there.
1: Is there any particular movie that you like to build to more so than others?
0: i like classic trilogy um and when i say classic trilogy i i lump in the the classic trilogy era films too like rogue one and solo i think i think those are great um prequels are prequels are all right um I, i i'm not as much of a prequel fan as i am the the original trilogy but um they're growing on me and um recently watched uh clone wars and rebels which which are pretty cool too but um still not a big fan of the sequels <laughs> yeah
1: i think it'll take time or they'll just slowly slip away uh it's we went to the drive-in last night and saw um the empire strikes back and you just look at that movie and like i was telling my wife cuz she likes star wars too cuz i forced her to um and uh <laughs> Um, she's like, I think I only watched this once. So she's like paying attention. She's like, so what's the movie about? I'm like, first off, it's the best sequel ever made. Absolutely. Second off, it's really the building of the characters and the relationships, and then definitely the father aspect is the biggest part of. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, you look at that and you just think. Sometimes I wish movies were still like that because the, the sequels, they just kind of they force too much through and it just makes no sense at points. And you're just like, oh, OK, I'm not attached to this. It, it was it's the 40th anniversary of the revenge or um, uh, uh, Empire. the Empire Strikes Back. And the the show was sold out in a, at the drive in. I mean, based <laughs> on the times. So yeah, that's the only outlet you have. But that's yeah. that's pretty crazy.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 an awesome movie. That's definitely my favorite uh, of the original trilogies. It's just that yeah, the, it, the aesthetic of it is so cool. From you mm-hmm. go from Hoth to Dagobah and then Cloud City, just that like clean white, like Miami Vice kind of aesthetic. Lando has up there. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they
1: they they brought the city and his uh, uh, and his style right up to the clouds.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um. Now I see you've done a few of the builds. Have you? Uh, but I don't see. Did you do a Hoth uh, Rebel base build yet?
0: I have not. That is something that's been eluding me. I've um, I've I've built three or four versions of it, but I just I don't like it enough to post it yet. So I'm still I'm still tinkering. Um,
1: what's uh What's uh the holdup? What What's getting you?
0: um i'd like to be able to show like the exterior of, of echo base and then the interior as well kind of like a cross section and that's yeah. that's that's kind of that's new for me so mm-hmm. i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out a way for that to work and then you know if you show the inside of echo base then you've got all those vehicles to scale correctly and right. um it's t- it's tough man <laughs> So, and it's—I mean, just
1: even at your scale that you do, it'd still be pretty big because you have the tunnels, you have like mm-hmm. the Millennium Falcon plus like three or four Tie Fighters, and then the transport vehicles. I don't even know where those are, but mm-hmm. you've got you've got some challenges, I'd say. Definitely,
0: yeah, it's it's tough. I I have some some Hoth builds, but not not Echo Base. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely uh it's on my list.
1: And how long's your list?
0: It's it's pretty long, <laughs> just because I'm I get bored easily, and so I I jump from one project to another pretty often. So I'll have like you know five or six different projects going on at the same time, um and those kind of crop up and, and build up. And you know I don't I don't like to post something unless I really like it, and so there's mm-hmm. just a lot of stuff that that kind of sits in limbo for a while until I. Uh, So I feel
1: better about it. I think a lot of builders are like that. I know I am. I have, if like, there's a Lego file and I have put the date when I started and it can be years later before I've come back. (laughs) Um, And like, I've, I've been working on a UCS supremacy for years now and I built it three times and I still think it's not good enough (laughs) to post anything about it. Um, So I'm holding back. And the same with like, I had, uh, We'll say that you interrupted an interview this morning, got a little sneak peek (laughs) at one of them. Um, Then I went outside and I was working on our asphalt driveway, doing some patchwork. Then I'm back here. Then I have some, uh, I got to finish that, and the Lego work later. It's, it's. uh, I I try not to get bored easily, but unfortunately I'm always, uh, always doing something. So it's hard to get back to those builds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it you know it, it's good to have a few different things going on at once too. Yeah, just to you know, keep it interesting.
1: And for your your builds, you also do vehicles. Do you primarily do not primarily? I guess is the word. It's do you prefer vehicles over the landscapes, or do you like them as equal?
0: I like the landscapes a lot more, honestly. Okay. Um, the vehicles. The vehicles is just kind of, you know, secondary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do like doing with the vehicles vehicles is I'll build something or mod something that's already been built. And then I like to just change the colors around, like, different skins. Um, so you'll see that I do that a lot with, like, these L A A T gunships and um, a few other vehicles like that. I think that's kind mm-hmm. of fun. But I, I, think, really, I like, really like the big landscapes.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think like vehicles are kind of crowd favorite things. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I know that vehicle or something. But yeah. the scenes, I think, set the scaling and a, a, it's almost like a quick snapshot of the story. Um, like you've done with the Jedi Temple when Anakin went to the Jedi Temple and Revenge of the Sith. Like you have smoke billowing. I know. I mean, we know the scene. It's it's easy to recognize.
0: Yeah, thanks. That, and that's what I'm going for. I'm just trying to capture like a vibe of that particular moment.
1: And with these scales, so some of them I see you, it's expansive. You've got Coruscant as I'm guessing, God, just looking at the photo, I'm going to say <laughs> maybe 3000, um, pieces, but it could be more. Um, it's just, you know, as at scale, you're like to get detail, you need a lot. That's why the architecture sets cost so much because
0: exactly. they have so many
1: tiny parts. Um,
0: exactly. And one of the the focuses that I've been working on now is, is, going back through some of these these big builds um like uh like Moth Isley I'm I'm working on right now and, and trying to to redesign it so it's more economically efficient. Um, mm-hmm. which is pretty challenging, not gonna lie. Like there are there are some really tricky pieces and expensive parts that you kind of have to work around. And um so I've been trying to 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 edit down some of these big pieces, so they're a little more accessible for other people to build. Because um, a lot of these, I I haven't even built myself. They're all just digital designs. Um, but, um, you know, I've got a new bookshelf in my office and I, I've, I've been working on some displays to fit right into this bookshelf. So that forces me to think about that in an economically efficient way. And um, that's, that's just a cool new challenge I have going on. So I, I think in the future for me, You'll see a few more um, instructions that are going to be a little more uh, reasonable when you look at uh, the parts list and, and the price tag at the end of the day. So that's a new challenge.
1: What do you what do you think of putting together your instructions?
0: It sucks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, was waiting uh, for it. I I yeah. just had
1: to hear it from somebody else.
0: <laughs> it it's 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 just. After you build something, especially after you build something really big, you just want to be done with it. And um, it, it, creating instructions is is difficult, especially creating good instructions, because um, you kind of have to build things physically to really get a good handle on it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, some of my earlier instructions, I, I didn't build anything physically. So, you know, apologies if anyone tried to figure any of those out. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a tough process, but people ask for it. So I try to make them available.
1: Yeah. I, I, I had that same feeling there. I do not only my builds and then some that I, I'll put out instructions, but like commission builds. And like I did, uh, the destruction of an ATST in, on Endor as nice. a, it's, it's a pretty big set. It's like 25 by 25, uh, like full scale minifigure. And, I still haven't gotten, I need to do the instructions and it just drives me crazy thinking that I have that like just doing it is just a pain. Um, yeah. Like yeah. do you, so you use Stud.io, correct? Or studio, whatever people call.
0: Yes. Um. Yes, I do.
1: So do well, you I... like to use those instruction uh, sets or do you use another program? Um,
0: I, I use the instruction sets. I, you know, I, I think there's instruction software and, and studios pretty intuitive and it 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 makes it as easy as it can be um you know it's still just a pretty tedious process that's that's not Mm -hmm. fun but i think they do a really good job um with with that instruction software
1: yeah yeah do you uh do you still collect minifigures even after these builds
0: oh yeah oh for sure yeah i've got (laughs) i've got a bunch of them Uh, i've got some (laughs) some some drawers filled up because I I have all the minifigures, um, that's all photographed in a in a in a little light cube that I've got, um, and then I just pair that with uh, digital renderings mostly. So so okay, every minifigure okay. you see is actually you know one of mine that I have.
1: Oh, gotcha. That yeah. that's cool. So yeah. yeah, as you said, like based off of the figures you have, this is and it just pairs with what you've di- digitally built.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: For your digital builds. Do you also render in Studio?
0: I do. I do. Um, frankly, that's the only way I know how to render. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it, it works for me. I, I like them. Um, I, I'm not an expert at that stuff by any means, so I'm sure there's some room for improvement. But um, yeah, yeah, I like Studio.
1: I like it too. It It's the only way. I've done it for a very long time and I've tried to branch out a little. Um, like using Blender, but it's that's there's a whole huge learning curve that I just unfortunately don't have the time to always take to do. Yeah. So you you kind of just lean on what you know in cases like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, yeah. it, it's one stop shopping on on Studio, so why not?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you have any uh, particular favorite builds that you've done?
0: Um, well, I, I really like my big Moss Eisley. Um, I just think that's one of my favorite themes of the Star Wars universe. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one. Um, and then, you know, looking back, I, I think the set that, the build that really gave me confidence to feel like I could be a legitimate builder was, um, one of my first Endor landing pad sets um uh, it was just it was it was kind of ambitious for me at the time and um it was pretty well received and it made me think you know hey i could i could i could be a decent builder if i keep this up so i think that that older endor set's probably the one i'm most proud of
1: i like those too those those are really nice having like the forestry systems but as you said most wisely, it's it's an impressive layout now are you using like reference photos to create it as accurate as possible, or are you just kind of using a basic overview of what you've seen to, to build it the way it is?
0: Uh, it's, it's, I'm not using reference photos to make it super realistic. Um, this, the streets in my size, they are going to be a little windier than, than I have here. Um, but you know, I just, I, 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 I watched the scene a few times and I, I try to just get a general vibe of, of what we're looking at. And, um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I kind of just, I, I just kind of get in like a flow state and just build kind of these random little buildings, um, you know, wherever I feel like it, it's kind of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. And I also see that in Navarro too. You, you kind of, you took the gate and it, I'm guessing built it backway backwards from there. Exactly. Um, that's, yeah, uh, it, cause that's how I would do it. <laughs> yeah. it, it and it looks really nice. Cause what is nice about like the Mandalorian series, you're not just getting the ships. You have those sceneries, you have those, uh, placements, um, which can be a great set piece.
0: Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're so cool. I think that's, that's a big draw for star Wars for a lot of people. Just the, those really cool exotic settings. So, I like And it. I
1: think that's where like the new trilogy kind of lost us with like in the the um, rise of Skywalker. I don't even remember where we were other than Exegol. That was like the only place I, I know. Um, but they went to yeah. five planets, I think, in the entire movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. I'm, I don't <laughs> think they did a very good job. Yeah. And then yeah. When, when you do get a cool planet, it was just a, a clone of. Tatooine, you know, it mm-hmm. was <laughs> or, or a clone of Hoth or something. But uh, yeah, I, originally, tri- original trilogy really nailed the scenery. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there
1: anything uh, down down the pipeline that you're working on that's that's uh, pretty substantial or um, that you'd like to share?
0: Um, well, I, I I'm working on converting some of my bigger builds like like uh Mos and Navarro and um Cloud City and I'm I'm trying to format them so they're a little more shelf friendly um, so uh-huh. they just fit on a bookshelf. Because right now these are pretty gigantic and they would just like take <laughs> up your entire coffee table so no one would want them. So um you know I'm selfishly i'm building you know a, a bookshelf format for my own bookshelf in here so i'll I'll share that with everyone else once i'm done
1: i think another great idea you know i mean you said like coffee table style that's mm-hmm. a, a lot of people are looking at that i know i'm going to be building one for my millennium falcon and doing it a little bit different than what most people do with theirs uh, with a little scene hopefully i can share that here in the next couple months we'll see um, but are you are
0: going to build it
1: in a coffee table. So yeah, it's, it's already built and you know, people like a lot of people have displayed like, Oh yeah, I have a coffee table where it's just the glass and they put it in yeah. there or they put it in the, uh, um, the docking bay from yeah. the, uh, from episode four. But I think I'm going to take a new spin because there's a scene I really enjoy, uh, from the trilogy that, uh, hopefully people will, will like once it's done.
0: Uh, nice yeah that'd be cool yeah. that's a little, little secret
1: project so hopefully i'll just give some little uh progress photos here once i get started
0: all right all right i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm guessing what it is I, I think i have an idea but i don't know we'll well,
1: see. i'll let you know <laughs> offline
0: because you know you, you
1: came on the show today we'll be friendly uh right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also what would be cool is i thought um like an art piece on the wall. So i i know a guy that does like topography maps and i've done a done one and i'm looking to do some more in wood and it's mounted just as an art piece on the wall would be really cool especially like a coruscant or um moist eisley would be interesting to see
0: yeah that would be pretty cool yeah in i don't know i'd like to branch out a little bit from not just star wars to um I, I that was actually remember, my next question. Well, I was going to yeah. ask, what, what else are I, you
1: interested in? <laughs> uh,
0: I I like uh, I like making landscapes, building landscapes. So I might branch out into some of that. Um, I, I really haven't published much of that stuff, but I do have a little portfolio of of, of, of you know I'm I live in Rhode Island, so I've got you know these beautiful um, coastlines all around me and lighthouses, and so I've got some stuff like that and um, some some cool uh some cool landscapes from like the oregon coast from a trip i took a couple years ago and um yeah i'd, I'd like to get into that a little bit and then um you know another area that i've been thinking about is um mini scale pirates because i i i love pirates <laughs> that was that was the theme <laughs> that i that was the theme that i loved when i was a little kid um so i was thinking about kind of uh you know, starting my own little mini scale world of of the sets that I enjoyed when I was younger.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah. It um it's cool to branch out because, you know, I I was known for at least not many people, just a few, uh, that like I built brickheads. I did brickheads on mm-hmm. Instagram for a long time. And, you know, I still like them. I still like building, but I haven't built in God, maybe three months and Cause I focused primarily on this and some commission work and just mm-hmm. like branching out. And I think it's healthy cause you know, you don't have to box yourself into, Oh, just star Wars, only star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like landscapes are really cool. And I think there's, there's a lot of potential to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the possibilities are pretty much endless there. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and like, I, the scaling makes it easy to do some of the things like I've tried. I'm still four years in building my college uh, in uh, micro scale architecture. And then uh, trophy scale is another thing that I'm interested in. Um, you know, those trophy figures and ah, uh, trying to yep. model things to that size, I think is really cool. Like they did with the uh, like Hogwarts Castle.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There were a few guys out there doing that with Star Wars. Um, that are that are pretty cool i like that too it's Mm -hmm. close to what i do but um not not quite
1: yeah yeah it but um i and then you know you set yourself apart by pairing yourself with the minifigures i think which is really cool because like it it can be helpful to telling why you built the set itself
0: yeah yeah it, it it it's it kind of rounds out the whole vibe that i'm going for so i i i like that i I, it's it's definitely become my own kind of signature i think um with with my posts
1: and i think that's why like oh yeah this is really cool we're seeing just why are we seeing only two tiny uh snow speeders and then you're like oh wait that's because they're with baby yoda Yeah. This is from The Mandalorian. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun.
1: It is really fun. And, um, as you said, you have a pretty long list. And, you know, as we continue to either work from home or do more things, it's, it's nice to have something to jump out to to do.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, just to wrap up this interview first, I want to thank you again. This is just really awesome. Love talking Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars nerd and and all kinds of nerds. <laughs> so like we got Star Trek, there's so many things. Um, yeah, but yeah. in general, how do you think in the, as you said, you kind of rejoined in building in the past couple of years. How do you think Lego has, you know, affected your life since then?
0: Um, it, in short, I'd say extremely positively. <laughs> um, I, I'm just i'm I'm a I, I, like I said before, I work in a pretty creatively unfulfilling career. and um, mm-hmm. I've always been a creative person. and um, I, I have a very active imagination. And when I don't exercise, you know that creativity or imagination, it can turn against me. and I start creating and imagining things to be anxious or depressed about. So when you exercise that creativity, um, it, it, it really, it, it's, it's, it's very calming and therapeutic, I think, and, um, extremely fulfilling, you know, when you can point to something and say, Hey, I built that, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So it's, it's, it's helped me kind of scratch that creative itch that I really haven't been getting from, from my career, which is nice.
1: Which, which is really nice to hear that people come back even at a later age and, jump into it so wholeheartedly because it there is no barrier any age. No. And now with digital, there's no design barrier. And if you need something to relax or spend time with your creative side, this is this is an easy way Um, because you you don't have to own all these bricks because I mean, just with your builds, it's a lot. So you get the opportunity to do what you want without having to break break the bank.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you're worried about your friends giving you shit, just go under a pseudonym and you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't hide. Come on, guys. <laughs> Legos are cool now. Like, we, <laughs> we got uh, Stranger Things as a set. Uh, Harry Potter's getting big again. Um, what else? I mean, like, all the Nintendo Switch, which I talked about, or not the Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Entertainment System NES sets. Like, they're pulling that nostalgia string real hard. Um
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah, but Definitely. I think I, I'm really excited to see what what comes next. Good luck with instructions, man. I know it sucks. That's, Honestly, that's if rubbish. you really want, like, <laughs> there are people out there that do it. I know that some builders like, yeah, I love building. I I couldn't do instructions, but like, so many people want them, so I pay somebody to do it. Um, yeah. or they get a you get a bit of it, uh, the cut, which is nice. Um, but uh, everyone, I really. J- Go go check out Joe's work, JoeB1Kenobi on Instagram. Um, And then you can also buy some of the instructions. He has a link on his Instagram. I'll also post it in the show notes. Uh, Joe, again, you know, thank you for sharing your builds and uh, your time today on the interview.
0: All right. Thanks so much, man. This was fun.
1: Awesome. Hey, you have a good rest of your day. All right. You too. If you enjoyed the interviews, please stick around and subscribe. We have more interviews coming subscribe leave us a comment comments are really helpful so that other people can see the podcast and get interested in them i'll leave you as i always do get creative get out there and go build something